0: This is The Real Pulse, a podcast series where RBC Capital Markets experts share their insights on the latest trends and opportunities in commercial real estate.
1: Decades-long monetary policies supporting low interest rates have been a strong tailwind for the Canadian housing market. Coupled with robust demand for all types of housing, driven by demographic trends and ambitious immigration policies, Canadian house prices reached a peak in February 2022. But a sharp reversal of policy in March and a forward trajectory of interest rate hikes has set the stage for a very different housing market than the ones Canadians have become accustomed to. Today, I am joined by Robert Hogue, Assistant Chief Economist RBC Economics, who will help us decipher what rising interest rates, construction costs and recessionary fears will mean for the housing market. Robert, thanks for joining us today.
0: Well, thanks for having me.
1: The Canadian Real Estate Association just came out with their June report on the Canadian housing market, showing another monthly decline in sales volumes and prices. I don't think this came as a surprise to many, but the pace of change may have been. What do you see as the trajectory of house prices in Canada over the next 24 months? When will we see the trough? And what do you think that will look like?
0: Right, I mean, this is a thing in the face of the market that uh, we've sort of all been expecting for, especially those who are, are on the market to buy a home, expecting for for some time, that uh, finally the market is cooling and, and clearly the, the, the increase in interest rates that we've seen uh, since March, I think have played a, a huge role in this. Uh, and uh, so you now we are now in that you know, cooling phase of uh, home prices have begun, depending on what part of the country we're talking about. But for example, good parts of Ontario and some parts of BC, we're seeing now you know, three up to four months of a month to month over uh, uh, price declines. Uh, and uh, we think that's probably just the beginning. Uh, we, with uh, you know, the, the prospects of even higher. Uh, uh, Race at these policy rates over the coming months, uh, we do think that the market will cool further uh, in, in the near term over the coming months into the, the fall, probably in later stages of this year and possibly early next year, uh, which will uh, further exert some downward pressure on home prices. Now, Today, date, the price declines, as I mentioned, have been sort of concentrated in, in good parts of Ontario and BC, but our view is that it's probably going to start spreading to other parts of the country, probably to a different magnitude, uh, but nonetheless, it they, they will, they will bec- become much more uh, prevalent uh, than uh, what we've seen so far. So that, on, on a national basis, is going to start to add up to a fairly significant correction. now. I mean, when we talk about price corrections here, you now they all you know, we'll wonder how low prices can get. Uh, but uh, in our opinion, uh, if we look at uh, benchmark prices, which are different than average prices, and maybe we can discuss that if you want, uh, but a price, the peak to trough, we're looking at somewhere you know, around 12, 13% on a national level and obviously a bit more at the local level. Uh, with uh, you know, the GTA, for example, seeing some some uh, more significant uh, price declines that we've that, that's already on on the way on underway right as we speak. Uh, so, and and it's probably worth pointing out that that really going forward and, and what's it's kind of uh, starting to unfold now is. Is a decoupling of, of of markets, which after a period of more than two years of of you know, the, the Canadian housing market having been so incredibly synchronized, it is uh, back to normal in that sense. That that we're going to see uh, the different parts of the country uh, correcting more than others. Some may be entirely resilient. Now there might be parts of uh, Atlantic Canada, for example, that are uh, much more uh, relatively affordable that will see less of a price correction. So, so a much more varied pressure going forward. Overall, a fairly significant correction, though not a collapse. Now, there's still some, some, uh, some uh, uh, fundamental factors that will support or create more what I would characterize as a safety net under the Canadian housing market, but nonetheless, a fairly significant correction.
1: So, Robert, you touched on this. Maybe you can uh, dig into it a little bit more. Uh, why you see benchmark prices being very different than what we see playing out in the average price of a home in Canada?
0: Right, because um, now benchmark prices are, in our view, probably the the, the best measure of, of of prices, and basically they 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 focus more, they highlight more on on, uh, individual types of of housing, how they they evolve over time. They're not influenced by the composition of sales uh, that uh, play into average uh, home prices. Uh, and so you may have a price de- uh, an average price decline from month to month, just because the market has been more at the lower end and there are higher, more sales at the lower end of market and the higher end uh, you know, in being uh, a bit more quiet. So just the composition of sales uh, that does matter on, uh, on average prices, whereas the benchmark prices are, are, are controlled for this. Uh, so in our view, we focus we focus much more on benchmark prices.
1: So, despite the fact that house prices may be declining, borrowing costs are pricing many prospective home buyers out of the market. Because of this, we expect to see strong continued demand for rental housing. How do you forecast the rental market will perform over the next year, and how do you see condominiums fitting into that picture?
0: Given the current context of, of you know uh, higher home ownership costs, the bar to to become an owner has, has risen uh, quite significantly over the past year. Uh, first due to higher prices, but more recently due to you no know, significant uh, 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 hikes in interest rates. Uh, so this will basically you no know, uh, back more people into into the, uh, the the rental market. So so in that sense, we're very. Bullish uh, on 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 uh, uh, in terms of of, of a rental demand. Now this creates its own set of challenges, where you know, uh, the uh, rental vacancy rates are already extremely low in many parts of Canada. Uh, so this will, from a renter's perspective, make things even more challenging. Uh, but from, uh, from, a, um, uh, from from a from uh, an owner perspective. I think that's a space that will have significant demand and probably significant upward pressure on on rent, uh, which is already something that uh, we're seeing uh, uh, today and we've seen over the the, 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 the recent past. So, so clearly, there's some some uh, significant upside on on rent as well.
1: Housing affordability has been a hot button political issue in Canada for some time and was a key focus of the last federal budget. A combination of rising rates and rising rents doesn't set the stage for improved affordability. So how do you expect governments will react to the changes that we're seeing in the market from a policy perspective, both at a federal and provincial level?
0: Well, uh, I think we've seen, I would say over the last uh, year, a significant change in the conversation from a policy perspective Uh, much more uh, emphasis now on the supply side. Uh, And this is uh, uh, something that uh, folks in in the sector, in the housing sector, and especially in terms of home builders, have been talking about for years, but I think now uh, uh, policymakers uh, are are paying a lot more attention to this. Now, this is no silver bullet here. This is, I'm not suggesting that uh, boosting the supply and addressing uh, all the obstacles that are in the way of new construction, for example, wh- you know, whether it's uh, uh, permitting uh, uh, issues or zoning issues, uh, there's a whole list of, of, of issues or, or development cost uh, uh, charges. Uh, there's a whole list of, 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 of issues to be addressed uh, and, and by addressing them, you know, we'll probably not make the market uh, uh, affordable overnight, but this is part of the long-term solution. Now, uh, uh, what are the prospects of uh, housing, uh, especially ownership becoming uh, affordable in large markets like Toronto or Vancouver? I would say you know, that things are, uh, unfortunately, are, are quite dim there. I think those are markets where uh, there is significantly more demand than there's available supply and the types of, uh, of what people want is, is, uh, will take time to, uh, uh, to, to build. Uh, so uh, uh, but nonetheless I think uh, when, when you look at um, the various uh, that addressing uh, uh, supply issues should reduce the pressure the, the affordability pressure over time and now if we're in addition to that if we're you know if uh, we're going to see as what we expect uh, to see a, a, a price correction uh, this at the margin could eventually also lead to a uh, uh, to some some improvement in in, in affordability. Now, a, a type of price correction that would make Toronto affordable, for example, would have to be very significant, which is something that uh, is not our, our base case, uh, but nonetheless will contribute that plus more supply will eventually contribute to some, uh, 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 I guess, improvement on the affordability side.
1: Well, a view that policy may support uh an increase in supply I think will be music to the ears of many listening today. Um, and I know this is a market that everyone is watching very closely, so we appreciate you sharing your insights. Thanks for being with us. Well, it's been my pleasure. I'm Nareed Altman, and this is The Real Pulse. This has been
0: an RBC Capital Markets production. You can subscribe to The Real Pulse on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Amazon